Welcome to another episode of the After After Hours Sessions podcast. Uh, my name is Hans. I am your host tonight. D-Rock has the night off. He's been doing the D-Rock World Tour and on a bunch of podcasts and um, a well-deserved rest for, for that guy. So, um, yeah, tonight our guest is a female bodybuilder, wrestler, party host, um, been in the scene for a long time. Um, and along with, uh, her, her boyfriend as well. So everyone, ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm welcome to Michelle Falsetta and John Andrews. Hey everyone. Nice hey. to be here. What's All going right. on? Welcome. Welcome. So, uh, Thank hey, you. I, I really enjoyed, you. I really enjoyed the uh, party you guys uh, put on, um, you know, last Thursday. It was, it was quite amazing. And, uh, yeah, we we stayed up pretty pretty late at it, but um, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, it was pr- pretty successful, I would say. Like, you know, it it certainly felt successful being there. So, um, yeah, what do you guys think was. of that? Yeah. So, um, Michelle, uh, how'd you do? Kind of like get into the industry. How'd you go from being like a bodybuilder to a wrestler, and you know, being a party host? Because I was at your old parties, and they were amazing. Yeah. Thank you. So, so, so uh, I, you know, bodybuilding is in my blood. I, I would still continue to be competing if it wasn't for the ridiculous um, politics. Um, right. You know, I just, I, it, it got time that it wasn't fun anymore with the bodybuilding because they were like, oh no, I want you to look like this. No, I want you to look like this. And then you conform your body to this, you conform your body to that. And then, you know, you're, you're, you're compromising your health. And I was just at a point that I'm like, you know what, like, I'm doing this for me. I like the way I look and I understand that this is a competition, but it seemed like um, it was just too political. The judges maybe didn't understand or they couldn't make up their minds. Again, that's my opinion. So I was just like, you know what, this was a great ride. I I competed. I made some great contacts. I made money. I started businesses from bodybuilding and um because I, during the whole bodybuilding scene, I was doing wrestling videos and sessions. And well, how'd you, I, um, how, how'd that transition happen? You were doing like, how, how'd you get into wrestling from the bodybuilding? Okay, so this is going to age me, you know, a little bit, but um, okay. when I started, <laughs> <laughs> when I started, when I started, before I even started competing, I was in a gym, and this is a true story. It's like, so I was in a gym, and, um, this old man comes up to me and he had to be like 70 years old. And he right. said to me, he gives, gives me his card and he said to me, you have a great physique. Would you be interested in doing wrestling videos now? Quote unquote wrestling videos. Right. So I'm talking about, this is like 1999 and I'm like, yeah, whatever, man. I'm like, it's corn, Right. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, like it was the first thing I was thinking because I never heard of wrestling videos. And, um, and this is also when they had the mom and pop stores and wrestling videos they sold on VHSs and they were in the back where all the porn was. So you it know, was considered. I, I bought one. <laughs> like that. Yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course you bought one. That, that <laughs> doesn't surprise me, right? But um, so that that was like when, in my mind, but I never actually watched them. But all I knew is that they were in the back with all the porn, right? So my friend was there, this guy, and he was like, come on, Michelle, I'm really curious to see. He says, you know, I can take him. And he's like this big, you know, this big guy. And he's like, I could say he wasn't a bodybuilder, but he's like, you know, I'm, I have you back. So he came with right. me. And sure enough, it was in this brownstone on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. And he had this whole wall. Like, I see it like it was yesterday. This whole wall full of VHSs. And he had a mat wow. on the floor. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he had a mat on the floor. And he had uh, cameras and the lighting. And I was like. No shit. It sounds like, like the guy's... treasure room. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about, too, Hans. Yeah. So um, I was like, holy crap. So I paid, um, he gave, paid me $250 for the video, and it was just a regular wrestling, like, collegiate-style wrestling video. I mean, as you know, so um, I did maybe three videos for him, and in my mind, I'm like, because I've always been an entrepreneur, in my mind, I was like, all right, the hell with this crap. I'm like, uh, all right, I, I, I got the deal. I understand what's going on. Let me do this myself. Why am I going to give him the money? I could, you know, right. take the money myself. So at the time, I don't know. Do you remember New York Magazine? New York Magazine used to advertise in the back for either prostitution, fetishes, help wanted, um, personal ads. 
So what I did was I advertised for men to do videos with me. And interesting. Yeah, and, and I said wrestling videos. Now of course, again, nobody knew a wrestling video. So they they would um they would call me and they would say, Well, what are you talking about? Is this porn? And I'm like, No, it's wrestling. I did a few videos, I, I advertised, I wound up um building a website and I just took it from there. And that's what happened. So after that I was still competing at the time. I was making my money doing wrestling sessions and the videos. And then um, I just decided, hey, let me, let me, you know, try to do something with events. And I just, yeah. I just started from there. So you started doing events and so they were in Brooklyn, I know, because I was there and they were amazing right. and fun. And Thank um, you. when about did you start? doing those i was trying to remember i couldn't remember the year but so it's been a while so this is yeah yeah yeah. so i've been i'm trying to think i've been in the city for nine years so it had to be about maybe 12 or 13 years ago is what the last wow. time i was doing you know videos. you said yeah. this to me at the party and i didn't believe you i was like what we we haven't seen each other for 10 years and you were like yeah it's been yeah and you you laid it out for me i was like wow it's been 10 years holy holy yeah. cow so yeah. yeah because because i remember see and this is crazy like the things you remember i remember that I just moved here and I was getting ready for an event and I went across the street to the Rite Aid by me and I was, and I, and I bought water because I needed the water for the event. This is how my, you know, my memory is over yeah. here. <laughs> so yeah, so right. I, I remember and I've been living here for quite a while. So where I'm living in the city. So yeah, so I just, I started uh, hosting the wrestling events because I was like, you know what? Let me, let me just see if, you know, instead of me busting my ass, you know, doing the wrestling uh, sessions, which I didn't really want to do anymore. I'm like, let me try and host the events. I have a lot of friends over the years, acquaintances, women, men, um, female bodybuilders, and, and I just got a lot of people together. I put some ads out on Craigslist. I put some ads out um, in um, the, village, the Village Voice. I put a lot of ads out in the Village Voice. Um, and, and also what happened was um, after, I think, three events that I threw in Brooklyn, the word got out. And what I think is amazing is that the word got out to the mainstream, which is right. pretty remarkable because it's so underground. So I had Scott Stafford from Channel 7 News come to interview me. And he and this was on Channel 7 News, like, you know, on the seven o'clock news, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. So I had them and then I had people from the Village Voice, the Village Gazette. I had the Daily News write about me. Um, so it, it was it was pretty overwhelming because I was like, holy crap, I can't believe it. Now, like, now like the like average people or vanilla people or, or however you want to refer them as, they're like, I'm like, okay, well, now they hear about the wrestling events. Right. So, the one I, so, I remember was um, a female bodybuilder uh, sets up monthly event for, like, live wrestling matches. Like, do you remember right. that was? So like, that, yeah. was on, that was on TLC. On, it was manhandled. They called it manhandled. Right. On TLC. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they actually, Is that different yeah. than, like, there was also, like, Strange Love. There was a Strange Love segment. Strange, and then, no, Strange Sex. Strange Sex. Strange, yeah. Strange Sex. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. We, no, were actually yeah, we were actually watching it. John and I, yeah, yeah. John and I was actually <laughs> watching it about, um, what, like, two weeks ago, maybe? Yeah. And, yeah. and I was, uh, yeah, I was showing that to him. So, now, John, forgive, um, forgive me if I don't remember, but, like, were you around back then for the, um, you know, the events in Brooklyn or are you, are you kind of a new story now coming into the, the New York revival that we'll get to a little bit later, I think so. <laughs> well, I'm more of the revival era. Um, yeah. I, I started uh, with when I got with Michelle about two years ago and uh, we just revamped this entire uh, industry when it comes to uh, what Michelle started uh, years right. ago, you know, um, uh, but back then, uh, she was doing her thing, man, with, uh, uh, the other, the other guy and they were going strong and then all of a sudden it stopped, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm well, like, I'm you know, when, when I, when I, when I met Michelle, she, yeah. uh, you know, she was explaining to me what she used to do and I'm like, why aren't you doing it now? <laughs> and she's like, you That's know what? You're right. <laughs> so Michelle, why, why, why to start up again? <laughs> I, you know what? Um, I could give some thoughts as, as this as well. Cause I remember those events and like, it was before the time of Uber. So like, here's the thing yes. that I remember that made this, uh, made this event. Like I would go all the time, but like, I can understand why it was something of a, you know, oh, do I want to go or do I not? So 
it was in, I think, Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Am I right when I say yeah. Greenpoint? Yeah. Yes. And it was at a it was at a really nice space. And it was amazing and everything. But like you had to take the G train, which a friend of mine tonight reminded me that that's called the ghost train for a reason. Like it doesn't show up on time. So you had to take the G train to a, a middle stop on the G train. And then you had to get off and like walk 10, 10 blocks. Right. And, and remember, for, this is before Ubers are around. Before Ubers. Right. So like that's the only choice you have. And then you go to the party and like you stay late and then like then you have to go home after that. And that's, that's a whole other journey as well. But I just remember like the space being like, so amazing. Like you walk in and like, there's like little candles leading you like up the stairs and there's this big loft and like Uh. wrestling mats here and like a couple small rooms. And then, and then Michelle, you had like a spread. (laughs) Like it reminded me, like I have cousins in Staten Island who are Italian and like I, I immediately realized how Italian you were when I saw that spread. So, yeah, they were like yeah, well, finger sandwiches. Ex- and, yeah. yeah, well, I figured, you know, everybody was going to be hungry after they wrestled. So I was like, you know, someone should go yeah. home hungry. No. <laughs> Perish the thought. So, right, um, right. But yeah, yeah that, the, the whole thing was just the, was amazing. the distance, I think, right? Like, that was really... It, I, it, I, it, I, it was. It was, Hans. I mean, that's the reason why I actually stopped the events, because it, it wasn't fun anymore, because I was actually having to work just to pay for the events. And right. there was the maybe five people, five guys coming, and the girls weren't making any money. So, you know, right. not, not only was I not making money, but the girls weren't making money, and, and I, you know, they were coming because... You know, for me and also to make money, and I, I just felt awful. So I was like, I can't do this anymore. And um, the, the the biggest part of it also, you see, that was my brother's loft. My brother lived there. And right. um, I now I didn't even have to pay him for the, 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 the night. So can you even imagine if I had to pay for that space? I mean, because it was 10,000 square oh. feet. It was huge. Good Lord. I, I mean, I pay, yeah. I pay for space now in Manhattan by the hour. That is like a tenth of one of those rooms. And it's... It's a, it's a lot. It's expensive. It's worth it yeah. because I make great content there. But yeah, paying for a space like that, I would expect to pay a lot more. So right, exactly. You're talking about thousands of dollars. So I thousands and then, for sure. And then yeah, and then I I looked into at the time uh, renting spaces in Manhattan because I knew I knew that the the problem was the location. I knew that. Right. But you can only do what you can what what you can do with the money that you have, you know. So yeah. um, I was looking into spaces, and then they had spaces in Manhattan at the time. Now again, ten years ago, that was maybe a thousand square feet. And they wanted like fifteen hundred dollars for three hours. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? So, right. <laughs> so yeah. that's why I was like, no, I can't, I can't do that. So, yeah. um, so then go getting back to now, um, the two of us were talking about it and, and John actually is the one that came up with the name Velvet Row. And, um, oh, it, oh really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure did. Yeah. What's I think, the, uh... I think over two glasses of wine, right? <laughs> yeah. Something like that. I mean, that's the best time, like any decisions are made. It's over two drinks, so. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. The best time. Yeah. I mean, I, I owe a lot of my career to like two drinks. <laughs> <laughs> and then, if they so. were like, yeah. Is there like a meaning behind Velvet Row? Like, like what's the, you know, where did that come from? Is there, is, is there any, like, is there hidden meaning to that? Something you want to tell or something you want to keep private? Or is it just like a, it's a cool name. Like, that's for sure. But it almost Definitely. looks like Velvet Rope. <laughs> yeah. You want to take it, Michelle? Or Well, no, I mean, tell, tell them what, like, well, why, why did you come up with it? What made you come up well, with it? Well, I... I came with that name because it represents not only uh, the physicality, but also the sensuality of the entire event uh, between right. the male, you know, the, the aspects of the women and the men. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's a combination of a blend of two different worlds colliding together, you know, and uh, I, I've, and one of my favorite cakes also is, is velvet cake, but uh, oh, okay. I thought it would be—I thought it would be uh, uh, a well uh, accepted name um, for the type of event Michelle also wanted to throw, um, and also an upgrade from what she was doing from before. You know, um, with the other wrestling events, you know, this was going to be more classy, upscale. Um, 
Yeah. And also more friendly, a friendly environment where anyone can come to, no matter what type of thing that you're into, you know, and you'll be accepted the same. Uh, so the, the, everyone yeah. I, I believe, uh, could relate to the name. Yeah, this is the, honestly, this is something that me and D-Rock talk about a lot on this podcast, the mm-hmm. um, sort of intersection between athleticism, sensuality, and like yes. being okay with the fact that these two things can be interrelated. And so, you know, the fact that you say that, like, it, it really fits right in with kind of like, you know, the, um, you know, episodes long narrative that we've talked to with a lot of people who are like in this industry that, um you know, maybe they don't like outwardly state it you know, like on their profiles and stuff like that. But when they talk about like why they got into us, uh, into this, like a lot of times it's the intersection of those two things. Like there's an athleticism and a sensuality, maybe like kind of like a primal energy. Yes. That, um, you know, I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And it's this thing that maybe is kind of, do you think like primal energy and kind of being kind of like giving into like, animalistic sort of things is kind of it, I, I feel like it's absolutely kind of like pushed down totally agree society. yeah mm-hmm. totally agree and, so and we event that right. kind of go, go, go for it yeah no no I'm saying we so then that's why we bring it into a forum where <laughs> we're not inventing the wheel but we're just adding a very unique spoke to it whereas yeah. now you know it doesn't have to be shunned upon you know or looked down in society but more so be relate like okay I can see where uh, this is going, or I can see myself being fit into this type of venue. Right. You know, so, yeah. Yeah, the I average, mean, so you, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, go on. Go on. No, go no, on. I'm saying, where, where the, I was going to say, just uh, where the average person, or even the person who may not even, uh, in their wildest dream, think <laughs> that they would be part of an event like this, can say, oh, okay, it's not so bad. You know, and even when you get there, the, the warmness and the welcomeness of the entire community that's there, uh, I, I think it's, it's, it's great uh, for everyone. And I mean, yeah, everyone. I, I have to <laughs> say, like, when I went to your event last Thursday, like, I felt very welcomed in. I mean, like, so the one, one thing that like, kind of caught me off guard when it came in was like, I walk in the door, I've still got my bag on, I've just got <laughs> a little bit of rain. And, yeah, we had some issues with maybe like the, you know, the, hotel security and that's why we're yes. moving to a new venue and so mm-hmm. like you know it was a lot of like a little bit of two to get up there and then when i get there in there it's like hey nice to meet you what's your name hans okay everybody this is hans i was like oh <laughs> hi hans reminds <laughs> of cheers right <laughs> yeah, everybody knows my name now so, yeah. and I was like, i'm gonna have oh, that no. theme song playing <laughs> Oh, that'd be great if you played that theme song every time someone came in. Noted name. Yes, indeed. Indeed. The next party, we'll we'll have it ready. So. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. And, and 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 the sad part about it too uh, was the amount of folks that we had to turn away because of the uh, security right. issue. Um, yeah. So yeah. you know, we Michelle pick the venue that's more hospitable and would be more welcoming and uh, without the uh, interactions with security, you know, that we had this last uh, event. So uh, to anyone who's listening that uh, was shunned away or turned away uh, that I had to call and uh, disappoint you guys for not showing up and cancel um, my apologies, but securities were, uh, was really tight. It was a weird thing that just cropped up yeah. in the moment. And yeah. uh, and yeah. it, it was, and I'm sorry to say, yes, you did miss a good time, but there will be more of them. Yes, yes. Yeah. With more control over the venue, so. Yes, yeah. indeed. I mean, this this new venue that I have, um, oh my God, I'm so, so excited. It's, it's a duplex townhouse with an outdoor garden. Um, yes. Oh my God. Amazing. Like, we're going to have. I saw the pictures. I'm like, we're gonna this have, is incredible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm super, super excited. Um, we can have plenty of space, um, you know, to have the mats and then, you know, for privacy. And, and there's just so many places that people can go and just to mingle if you want to do a mini session. It's, yeah, so it's I'm really, I'm super excited about it. Where are you thinking about putting yeah. the mats? Are you thinking about maybe putting mats in the garden or having the garden just be its own thing? No. Is there going to be yeah, garden? No, <laughs> no, the garden, <laughs> no, the garden, the garden is, is open if, 
uh, whoever wants to go out and have, you know, have a drink and sit yeah. and mingle. And, That's um, probably safer. No, no, no. Yeah, you know, yeah. absolutely. No, the, no, the mats are going to yeah. be um, inside in the in the main area. Um, yeah, I don't I don't need the neighbors listening to um, people wrestling <laughs> and, and cheering and right. everything like that. And it's still going to be it's still going to be the same vibe like we had on Thursday. With you know John doing his lovely announcing and oh, <laughs> he's great. I, I, Isn't it, I was right? telling him I love the energy that he brings to the room. Like you have uh, wrestling matches going on, you know. There's like there's like a you know a headlock and or like a hold and someone's like, all right, how are we doing, Hans? All right, how are we doing? You know, like he's he's checking in. He's like a commentator, but he's like a commentator who can like channel into the fighters and like. Yeah. Yes. Make them give a response. Right. So, uh, right. I, I uh-huh. that was a new ex- a new experience and like a very enjoyable one to like you know have someone kind of like emceeing a wrestling match. <laughs> oh, awesome! Yeah, guys, awesome. Like Appreciate it. Like that. Yes. Yeah. No, he did. He did great. You know, we we both. We, I have to say, like, we work amazingly together because he was. You know, he was doing that part. I was doing the hosting part and and making sure everyone felt comfortable because for me. Like, I look at it like this, um, and I'm sure, you, you know, everybody can relate to this. You know, you walk into a club or a lounge, you don't know anybody, you know, so right. it's the same premise right. of when people came into the event, you know, they didn't know anybody. So me as the host uh, and, and most people, you know, everybody knows me, whether they know me personally or through emails or talking or texts or whatever. So I wanted to make sure that everybody felt comfortable because they were coming here because most people trusted me and they also came to see the ladies that were there so i wanted to make sure that you know i i had everything covered and they felt comfortable enough even though they didn't know everybody there but they felt like they were family and new people so um, it was very very welcoming environment and like um you know and drinks in the back and I have to say, like cute bartender like she was very cute yes yes and 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 both will be at the next event because it will be that much bigger and that much better I think you missed the first one, Hans, that we uh, threw. Yes. So I you will the get the first one. Yeah, I yes. was I was devastated. I was like, "What?" Because <laughs> I I had been to like so many of the Brooklyn ones, and yeah, mm-hmm. I, I was one of the uh, I was one of the, the faithful attendees, uh, one of the you dedicated. Absolutely uh, oh, yeah, nice. And when they stopped happening, I was like, "Well, that was good while it lasted," and mm-hmm. I, I'll always always cherish the memories, like. I think Aww. one of my favorite ones was uh, I met this girl there who went by Aluna, and um, she was she was a surfer from Hawaii. Do you remember this girl, Michelle, yes. or no? I see. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I certainly do. Yeah. And yeah. so we did we did like sessions after that. Um, nice. I want to say for like months, and we had like these. Um, we were very even, like we were very like even match. So it was it was always very like titillating, like who would who would actually win. And, um, we did, we, we set up, uh, sessions where we'd have like different, uh, time domains. So we do, all right, we're going to do like a five minute round. Now we're going to do a 10 minute round and all the way up to like 20 and, and stuff. And then Jeez. we, so we have like a data sheet where we keep track of who won at different time domains. And we were both, it turned out we were both very nerdy and we like, mm-hmm. we like this sort of thing. So it's like, all right, well, like, I think I can win at 20. Yeah. But like maybe like you beat me at five. So. No, that's cool. You you had you gave yeah. each other an incentive. Yeah, and it was it, it definitely workout incentive as well. I like I got like sure. really in shape during that time, and mm-hmm. um, but like this was someone who um was not really out there and available as far as the session wrestling industry in general. You know, like right. she wasn't really on the WB. She was someone I met at this at this party, and then right. Um, you know, it kind of turned into like a, a long-term athletic thing. So actually yeah, last you know, episode, me and, me and D-Rock were talking about this, um, like competitive wrestling. And one of the things we came up with was it's great if you can find someone who's competitive that you can have multiple sessions long-term. So yes. I got sure. one of those from your party. So go ahead. Nice. Sure. No, it's okay. Um, you know, from, from the past, when, when I was giving the events in the past, I was able to, I was able to get girls that were just athletic, that weren't um, session wrestlers and that never wrestled, that were open-minded. Now, right. if if the, the girls are not session wrestlers or if they're not, uh, I don't know, maybe competitive or bodybuilders, they're, they're like freaked out. 
by, and, I, and I'm telling you this from experience. I mean, like I put an ad on Craigslist and first of all, Craigslist banned me. Okay. Three, two different emails. They banned me for putting an ad looking for girls for competitive right. wrestling. Band and I'm like, seriously, multiple times, multiple credit cards. Oh my god! <laughs> 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 oh, where everybody knows your name. Dun, dun. Yeah. See, <laughs> we all we all have something in common. This is where we all belong. This is why this forum is so special and it's so needed. We thank you, Hans. Yes. Yes, <laughs> of course. Well, yeah, but it's just like, so, it's so irritating. Like, he's got the night off, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yes. So. Oh, D-Rock. I'm sorry, D-Rock. You too, brother. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, no, no it's, but- just, it's, it's, ir- it's irritating because um, when when I found out that I was banned, I'm like, you got to be kidding me right now. There's, there's people talking about hooking up and licking and sucking. Yes. And I'm like, are you freaking yes. kidding me right now? Right. Yes. Yes, yes, Dan, yes. Dan, 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 Who do we pay off? off? Actually, is there somebody we have to pay off? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I heard Dana White can get you like the check marks on Twitter. Who that you can post on Craigslist. Wow. Yeah. I mean, wow. I talked to my colleagues about it. It's like, I don't understand. Like, yeah, exactly what you said. Like, blatantly, pretty much posting about yeah. blowjobs and like wrestling videos is get you banned. Like, what? Yeah. But was it? But but ha, Okay, listen. We John actually tweaked the, the third one, okay? Because I got I got banned well three times actually. So John actually tweaked the third one, and, and all it said was, which was perfect. Do you work out? Are you athletic? Get paid for all your hard work. And, Please and like, tell me this got banned. It got banned. Oh my god. god. No, it got freaking Amazing. it got banned. And then and then the girls before it got banned, because I was like I was getting I was getting emails, crazy emails for like maybe a few hours, and then. Like stopped a day later, two days later, it stopped. And and I looked at John. I'm like, you know, what I haven't been getting any emails. What's going on? And then sure enough, it got it got flagged, right? But the girls that were uh, contacting me, and I was telling them, none of the, none of them were interested after I told them about the event. So I don't know if they thought I was a madam or if I was going to like try and like <laughs> I don't know sell them for sex or something like I don't know what the hell it was, but um, it was horrible. So the reason why like. I'm going back to when I put um, ads on Craigslist 10 years ago, or longer than that. Like, the girls were so cool. Like, I actually met up with these girls. This is when I was living in Queens. I actually met up with them in Forest Hills, and and, and we spoke, and I explained everything. And and those a lot of the girls came to the event, and they were, they were awesome. They never wrestled before. I showed them a few things, and they were great. They were grateful. And- like, they were grateful. They were making money, and they weren't stuck up little brats. And, <laughs> and and most Jeez. of them also seem to like actually like love it too. You know, like yeah. they they seem to like really enjoy it, which it's an enjoyable thing. Like it, this is you know, Helen Bonmont once told me that like, this is the most natural form of play, and the fact that some people are ashamed of it is is silly. You know, totally agree. Um, yeah, so. totally agree. And you yeah. kind of like hit on another you know, uh, another topic, uh, as well, uh, with the fact that like, yeah, it's good that there's like a platform such as this or such as like, you know, it's a tight knit community. I was, I was actually talking to a friend earlier tonight, like, yeah, like everybody kind of knows each other in this industry and we're all one kind of like one big, sometimes bickering, but most of the times helping each other out <laughs> sort of family because yeah. people like Craigslist ban us. <laughs> they <just laughs> do. Yeah. Yeah. And we're kind of our own our own media force, you know, and and that's how it has to be because I don't know for for whatever reason the establishment call it what you want they don't want people having this like um, this sort of like primal play that like frees people's spirits. Right, but yeah. it's okay. Media it's okay to so. it's okay to advertise massages with happy endings. Or or prostitution that is it's blatant yeah. that is prostitution that's okay but for wrestling it's not okay like yeah. I I just I don't get it but whatever you know what I don't even need Craigslist so if anybody's listening from exactly. Craigslist screw all of you I don't need you okay so <laughs> and if I find out that you you work for Craigslist and you come to my event you're paying more so well <laughs> we're not gonna go that far we're not gonna go that far, gonna go that far Michelle. <laughs> okay, okay. No, but I, right. in my opinion, also, I, I just think the uh, 
the, the art of, of actual uh, one-on-one contact with another physical human being, I think has been lost over the years with the advancement right. of the internet, the advancement of social media, uh, as the generations uh, come up, I think uh, a lot of that has been lost. So everything right. is digital, in my opinion, nowadays, and it's going to get even worse. So mm-hmm. what we are trying to preserve is a lost art, in my opinion. I, I totally agree with you there because, like, well, I actually think, like, it even goes back, like, kind of further than that. Like, I feel like, so I, I came up in a very, not a very religious family, but it was religious enough that I sort of felt the effects from it where mm-hmm. touch is wrong, right? Touch is always wrong unless you're married. Like any touch. Yes. And so it took me a long time to like get, you know, being somebody who's like, you know, I, I see myself as, a, as an animal, you know, I see myself as, as an animal that likes to play and stuff like mm. that. So like to cut that sense, I'm cutting off like literally one of my five senses. So it was very kind of like traumatic for me sort of like growing up to like be like, oh, yeah, but you can't touch, even though you want to. It's not like a, it's not even really like a sexual thing you know, right. a lot of the time. It's just like, I just want to play. So, um, so no, but, no, but you know, most people are like that. Most people are like that. They grow up like that. Yeah. Star for touch. Right. Most, yeah. mm-hmm. So many people, it's, it's sad, but so many people grow up like that and they, they live like that as adults. Yeah. And, then and it now, has nothing to do. It's not, not even sexual either. Just like you said. Right. Exactly. And then now, like, so now, uh, you know, we've, kind of like come through religion stuff like that and now kind of going through covid where everyone kind of like socially distanced so now, yes. now touch is like now touch is like a risk Wanted. don't even get <laughs> within six feet of somebody and that wasn't lost on me like the irony of like oh this is like religion again this is like <laughs> kind of going back to that thing and so now we're all coming out of um coming out of covid and we're starting to like socialize again, starting to get back together. And I went to, um, I've been to a couple parties and the kind of overarching theme has been like, Hey, we as humans have, after being like desensitized for a year and just being on social media, we've kind of forgotten how to interact socially yes. in person. Right. So yes. this was why, like it, when, when I walked in and you guys like, you know, screamed my name to the heavens like you did with everyone else who came in. <laughs> that was like, oh, hello. <laughs> like, that was like, it, it was sort of like out of my religion, out of COVID. Like it was, it was a shocker. I was like, oh, <laughs> like there are people here, like actual physical people that I now <laughs> need to like look at and, and say hello to. <laughs> like it was yes. refreshing, but also like jarring. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, sure, sure. I mean, you're going from one extreme to another, right? Um, mm-hmm. being secluded, you know, for over a year. But that yeah. was the theme throughout the entire entire night with everyone that was there. That, you know, I mean, everyone said the same thing what what Hans just said, but in different forms. But that was the same thing. It was, like, so refreshing. It was so good to me amongst other folks, you know, especially right. like-minded individuals, um, whether they want to partake or not, you know, but just to have the choice to do so was was a relief. It was like a burden lifted. You know, and, and if you notice, uh, during the night, um, I don't think a lot of guys, uh, you know, um, wrestled, but they, even though they wanted to, they were so overwhelmed by just being around a social environment <laughs> with other human beings without yeah. having to be on a screen. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think, I think they were just elated by that alone. So, right, uh, right. definitely. Yes, I definitely agree with you. Yeah, like for for some of them, just being in the atmosphere and mm-hmm. sort of yes. taking in that that energy that is being generated was was both enough and almost like a little overwhelming. Like, yes, like, yes. I'm, right. I'm good with this. I don't need to get on the mats and wrestle. I just need to watch other people wrestle <laughs> yeah, and, and, no, absolutely. and talk to them after. So right. there were times where, where John had to coax people onto the mat. <laughs> I noticed that. I was like, so, who's next? Come on. You know, everyone's like, right. everyone's like uh, standing like a seventh grade dance in the corner. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but but everyone came with a specific, uh, their, their, their own type of thing that they wanted to do or to accomplish that night. And before you know it, you know, few 
accomplish what they came to. But the majority of the folks were just like, man, we're just enjoying the vibe. We're enjoying the energy. Everyone is great. Right. You know, we can't wait. Mm-hmm. You know, next time you guys throw something, uh, we'll more than likely we'll do something then. But for right now, we're just enjoying the ambiance. Mm-hmm. I know I was I was basking in it. I was just like, <laughs> I, I, I could have just sat there all night and, and just done nothing but like looked and talked. And I, I would have been like this. Yes. <laughs> but then I got yeah. up there and, and I, I wrestled two people who I'd never wrestled you before. You did a great and, job, man. You did a great job. Hey, they you were both a six-degree black belt chick, man. You told yeah. me that afterwards. Six. What do you want to ruin the surprise? Yeah, right. If you told me that, if you told me that before, I might have just laid it down. <laughs> well, that's exactly why you weren't told. Yeah, exactly. So, oh, oh it, was, it was an epic rumble. It was a great match. So, yes, I, I yes, think, man, you can hold your own, brother. Month, so, yeah. you can definitely hold yeah. your own. And then she was I like, know. "Man, he was he was a tough, tough cookie." <laughs> yeah. yeah, she did say that. She so. can't wait to, to 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 take you onto the mat again, Hans. She says, she, "I know." She I, does not. I she does know. not like enjoying a draw. No, oh. she does not. No, there is a draw, and like there is yes. like a, you know, it it keeps going every month until yes, it's not a draw, and then there's exactly. a rematch. So exactly, I think I uh-huh. think we're in a, a loop now where it's just going to be like we're just going to keep doing this like all the time. So <laughs> yes, and you know, uh, and you know where Lexi Lexi is coming back uh, next time too. I do know that actually. Uh, Lexi nice. joined joined my shoot with Carly Salinas. Uh, who oh. they, they both like talk to each other, um, just like through email and text and social media, just like references and like stuff like that. But, and mm-hmm. they kind of like a good, got a good vibe from each other anyway. So, um, Lexi has now joined that shoot. So I'm shooting with awesome. on June 27th, Lexi and Carly Salinas at, at the same time. And oh, nice. people can, um, sponsor matches if they want to and if they don't sponsor matches i just get to pick them so (laughs) (laughs) works out either way um if people want like a certain thing um that that uh, google form is open and then Mm -hmm. i heard lexi is also going to be at the upcoming uh june july 8th event we should talk about the specifics about the um the event so it's july 8th it's so like yeah a presidential suite a presidential suite. Well, what? I don't know. It, 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 it no. sounded it sounded like a presidential suite from what you told me. So. <laughs> no, yeah. no. Well, it's actually it's actually in a townhouse. I rented the whole the mm. whole townhouse. So, Sorry, you said that before. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's okay. So no, it's in it's in a townhouse. Um, it's in Manhattan. Um, mm-hmm. Once whoever whoever once your admission is is received, then I will send you the address. Um, it's a duplex apartment. It ha- there's going to be three private rooms. We have an outdoor space. Um, it's going to start from seven ends at eleven. But as you know, Hans, um, it may end I a little do. bit late for people that like to have some wine and <laughs> hang out and talk. So, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's and, right. and and that's definitely. always welcome. That's always Which welcome. Definitely happens. So. Yeah, I mean, there's something to be said about hanging out in your underwear, drinking wine, talking to people who understand you. It's not something you get all the time. Exactly. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and nobody mentioning that you're wearing underwear. Right. Exactly. <laughs> nobody. Yeah. Only wearing underwear. Nobody cares. It's great. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm home finally. So, can we talk about like section of Manhattan though? It, it, like, I, I, without giving the exact address, but it is sort of like 59th Street. Am I right about that? And wait, wait, wait. Is it like it's it's like Midtown, right? It's like 59th Street. No, no. Uh, okay, that's, sorry, I'm that's... Yeah, go ahead, Michelle. No, no, I'm sorry. I got cut off. I didn't hear anything. I just came back. Oh, I, I was saying, like, without giving the exact address, because that's for people who, like, you know, pay to go in. But, like, section of town, though, like, are we talking, like, 59th Street? We're talking, like, um, you it's know. It's the Upper uh, West Side. The Upper West Side. Upper West Side. There you yeah. go. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right next to, right across from Central Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be good. Uh, it's going to be yeah, great. Um, it's going to be good. Yeah, I'm super, I'm super excited. And then, you know, also, don't forget, the nice lighting that we have, the dim lighting, the red right. lighting, the you know the the music, you know the whole ambiance. So 
Um, yeah. Hey, we might, and, and you know, you know what, John, we, you know, I just thought about it. We might be able to uh, use a smoke detector, the uh, smoke, uh, the fogger this time. The fogger. <laughs> oh, my yeah. goodness. Right. There's a whole backstory behind that. Mm-hmm. That's another backstory. Well, it has to do with the, do the security, the security. Yes. Of the yes. Um, right. Kind yeah. of, kind of. <laughs> yes, it sure did. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, just a, a brief, uh, description will happen. So we, uh, when we got there and we started setting up all the equipment and everything, what I did was I took out the smoke detectors and I didn't know that the smoke detectors were, uh, <laughs> they <Wire>. had sensors. <laughs> yes. Yep. So I took the smoke detectors out and within, I would say less than a minute, you know, we got a knock on the door. Meanwhile, I'm on the third detector trying to take it out. You know, I'm standing on top of the table. So I'm like, who is that? <laughs> Room service? <Yep. laughs> the door opens up and it's the, uh, I guess, the manager and another security and whoever else. And they're like, did you, I'm sorry, you took out the smoke detectors. I'm like, oh, oh my. And I had two detectors in my hand. So I tried to put it behind my back. <laughs> right? Couldn't deny it. Couldn't deny it. I love Meanwhile, it. Meanwhile, yeah, I, I, I jumped out of the table back. right in front of the other one by the door. <laughs> And it's, as he said, um, but did you read what it says underneath the smoke detector? Anyone who tampers with the smoke detector is subject to be vacated immediately. Automatic eviction. Automatic vacation. So I, I, I said, yeah. I said, you know what? Well, somebody was smoking in here. I don't know if you guys could smell it or not, but I was checking to see if these smoke detectors actually work. Yep. Now, now, now. <laughs> actually, I, I I heard the other side of the story, like down in the lobby when I was waiting to come up. By the way, so yes. What so what happens? What happens when you take the smoke detectors out is they're all wired to a box in the lobby, which I saw. I saw the box, and that's uh, monitored twenty four seven by the NY, uh, you know, the New York Fire Department. So oh, wow. if you disconnect them at all, they get an indication that it's been disconnected. And if too many of them get disconnected, they send somebody to figure out what's happening. That's, yeah. Well, we, that's we, we found out the hard way. So, yep. And so. because we found out the hard way, uh, we were immediately red flagged. So that yeah. also uh, <laughs> helped our situation with security. security. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I will but say, but, though, like, if I came up there and there were with smoke, that would have been really cool. <laughs> like, really cool. No, no, yeah. okay, so, so, yeah. so the lighting, the lighting that we had against the wall, the, the red lighting, those were actually uh, smoke machines, leaving with the lighting. Oh, really? So we were, the, the entire ambiance of the, of the place at one point or another was going to be filled. It was going to be like an eerie, smoky, uh, well-lit, dim-lit um, type of environment after, like, the matches. So everyone can mingle, you know, feel a little bit more comfortable, you know, do whatever. I won't say whatever, but do <laughs> do your thing Just with one of the ladies the there or, you know, and, and, and be in a completely bliss ambiance other than, you know, what they were normally used to. So that. Yeah, that was the whole idea behind it. Yeah, that was the uh, type of energy and the scene we were trying to provide for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that sounds that sounds really cool. Yeah. yeah. So, so, but this time, this time, this time at this townhouse, you guys will be in for a real treat. So, not only we were having uh, the old ambiance thing uh, the way we wanted it to originally, but we have a lot. We have a few more special guests that will be announced coming soon. Yes. Yes. So, hey, you guys will be in for a real treat. We should talk about like where can you follow and see the announcements and you know it's it's velvet row on instagram right but it's velvet dot row right yeah yes. it's velvet dot row on instagram um my website is in the process of being um vamped um actually right. going live so the website is velvet com. uh just velvet row no dots in between so um, that's that's coming up soon too. So what I'm planning on doing um, very soon is doing a live streaming. So for the for a lot of the I'm men, I'm thinking about that too. Yeah, nice. So for a lot yeah. of the men all over the world who cannot come, or people who aren't all over the world, if you know they want to view everything live streaming, then that's going to be available as well. So I'm, yeah, I'm we, also we should, really excited about that. We should not bore the audience, but we should talk off the podcast about. Uh, streaming, I have some ideas that you okay. know, that might okay, be pretty cool. You. It's all with iOS, and it's you know it's something I've been meaning nice. to try. And 
it'd be great for an event like this because iOS cool. stuff, you don't have to, you don't have to raise the lights. You don't have to disturb that ambiance. You can just capture it all in. So, mm-hmm. um, oh, good. Good. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's because, me I mean, being I like, a tech nerd for two minutes. So. <laughs> no, no, that's, no, that's, that's cool. cool. I mean, you being a tech nerd, yeah. you know, it enlightens us about things that we don't know. So yeah. that's great. But no, but that's, that. see, that's one of the important things. Like I was telling Lane, my photographer, I understand, and now I understand even more because I saw what he was talking about. I understand that you need lighting when, you know, you're taking your videos. Um, but I was like, I don't care about the lighting. Like, I don't care if it's dim because I want people to feel like they're there, even though they're watching the videos. Right. But what happened was when I was, when, and, I did, and I wasn't wearing this because I'm not into photography or anything, but when he showed me the video, when it was the dim lighting, like, like most of the night was, it was very grainy and it looked like uh, taking a video from like 1990, you know? Right. That's what happens when so you use a video with like less light. But um, right. I can be a nerd again. There's um, HDR video, which the iPhone 12 and above yes. does. Yes. Where yes. You can you can capture this and it's not grainy. And and with this app that I found that I will not name because competitive advantage, you can adjust it <laughs> on the fly and lighten it. So there's that. So yes. Okay, cool. Yes. All right, so we'll, we, we will, will be talking. About yes. Yep. Yes, All right. And also we, uh, we have another, um, event that is also will be just under velvet row that we are planning to, uh, take off pretty soon. So you're going to look out for that. Uh, yeah. but again, we will, uh, Hans, we will talk with you more in depth with that all the air. Great. But I don't want to like exclude the audience too much. It's just that there's good yeah. stuff coming up, and great stuff. We don't want to. We don't want to like right. spoil it because it's it's going to be like like stuff you've never seen before. Yes, yeah. yes, indeed. And, and and everything is in like set in stone right now, so everything is in the making. So we don't want to yeah. say anything right now, and then it's something else. So that's why. Right. Um, but, but but you know, we just want to give you a little insight to get you excited. Uh, to know that there's a lot more right. going on and a lot more to look forward to. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah. John yeah, and Michelle, um, Michelle and John, been great. Like, <laughs> yes, have me on the podcast. I, I feel like we've covered a lot of. Thank you. Here. Thank did, you. Did we miss anything? Is there anything we like did. this? Like, um, yeah. Um, so July. No, well, I mean, just you know, any. Anyone, anyone that is listening, um, for any for more information, if you have any other questions that you didn't hear us cover, please DM me on Velvet Row um, on Instagram, or you can send me an email at um, velvet.row at AOL.com. Um, yeah, so there's ways of contacting me. And if you go on Velvet Row on Instagram, you will see updates of all the women that have confirmed that they're coming to the event, all information about the events, how to pay for admission. Um, I'm going to, uh, right now, I think if you pay for admission before June 15th, um, it's a hundred dollars after June. After June 15th. Right. And you can also contact Hans for any further right, information. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, know, Michelle, I we know had the forwarding email, so. We've had yes. a little bit of a trouble with like um, tapping phones to keep them active, but um, yes, just, uh, okay. Give our edit an out in case you uh, hear a little bit of a uh, flippiness. But um, if there isn't an issue, then all of this will be edited out. So yeah, okay. But yes. anyway, yeah, we have a lot to look forward to. I'm I'm really psyched that wrestling events are coming back to New York City after yes, the, yes, a the long they COVID are. and. And B, like, these awesome Brooklyn events that I was really sorry to see go away. And now they're coming back and they're in Manhattan and they're bigger and better than ever. It's going right. to be yeah. exciting, off the hook, like, something to look forward to every month, whether you're in New York or hopefully whether you're abroad and maybe can, like, tune into a stream. I hope. so. Exactly. And, and Jeremy, yeah. I mean... Wait, wait, I'm, I'm sorry. Am I talking about Hans or Drock right now? Hans. Hans, I'm sorry. I'm like, 
because the two of you actually sound alike a little bit. So oh, I never um, noticed. Not to boast. Yeah, no, well, you, I mean, from, from the podcast. So not to boast, but I have spoken with so many men that have come to my events and even men that have emailed me that weren't allowed to come. And I do have to say that, that my events are quite extraordinary and they're quite different than any of the other wrestling events that they went to, mm. that they've gone to in the past. And what I pride myself on is that I want to be different. I want people to be welcome. I want people to feel like they're not, um, they're, they're, they're not freaks or they're not like, you know, outcasts because they like a certain thing. Um, I want people to under, you know, to feel comfortable coming and the whole ambiance and the welcoming of my events. I have been told that they're so much different than other events. So I, you know, anyone that's listening to this, I just want to um, encourage you, even if you are hesitant still after listening to everything, give it a chance, you know, give it a shot because there's some great, great people that, I mean, I've never even met before in person that have come to my events and everyone, everyone just wants to have a good time, wants to get out, just socialize. And, um, my events, they're just really welcoming. They're really cool. So it's just like, just think about going to a lounge, but you're going to a lounge with beautiful muscular women. That's all. They're just being overwhelmed by the, the beauty of uh, muscular, powerful women and maybe throw in a little wrestling, you know, so that's, that's what I like to tell people. You know, I don't think I, I could have said it better. And uh, yeah, every time I've been at your event, it's very inclusive and inviting. Um, so yes, yes, definitely. People should, yeah. people should absolutely check it out. I'm very glad I did. And uh, yeah, yeah. So, so there we go. So, well, thank you. Know, this has been this has been great. This really has been, been a lot of fun. Yes, this is actually the first time I've actually hosted one of the episodes. Like the the faithful listeners first. of the uh, podcast will be like, "Hey, where's D Rock?" Uh, yeah, D Rock is uh, he's resting. He's resting after a podcast world tour. He will be back next week. Nothing has happened to D Rock except that he's tired and he's happy. So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's not bad. Happy about that. I'm I'm happy about that as well. So, uh, uh-huh. so yeah. So for D-Rock for myself, for Michelle, and for John Andrews. Uh, thank you for tuning in. This has been the After Hour Session podcast. Peace out. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Have a good night, everyone.